Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. You're listening to Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, for this episode, I wanted to discuss the World Series and then also get into the NBA season, go over the over-under predictions for this year, and then also make my finals picks and then recap some college football and then also discuss week eight of the NFL season. Uh, first, we'll start with the World Series. We have uh, the Rangers playing the Diamondbacks. Uh, the Rangers took first game. I think it went 11 innings as well. Um, but congratulations to the Diamondbacks. First time in the World Series since 2001. And then also uh, manager of the Rangers, uh, Bruce Bochy. He's back in the World Series. This is his first team he's coached since uh, leaving the Giants in 2016-2017 season. Um so yeah, that's often this is his he's the first manager to um go to the World Series with three different teams. He did it in was it ninety nine with the Padres and then went three years or three times with the Giants, uh winning all three, and then this is his first one with the Rangers. And for the Rangers they've they've been doing it without Jacob deGrom um all year long since he's been out. I think he missed, he was out after the second month of the season. Uh they brought in Scherzer and uh, they have a lot of great players there. Um, I think the the Rangers are taking this series. Um, Diamondbacks, you know, they do have a lot of good players. It's it was very unexpected uh, for them to make it all the way to the World Series. I mean, most of the season they were third place in their division. Um, they were kind of battling with the Giants for that wild card spot, and then uh, both teams went opposite directions, so they kind of got hot at the right time. Um, I had the Braves going all the way there because Braves have the best record in the National League, and they're the deepest team. Uh, but they did not make it, and the Phillies ended up beating them. Uh, then the Phillies looked like they were kind of destined to go to the World Series. They were uh, the hottest team, and then out of nowhere, the Dimebacks beat them. So you never know with this stuff. But, um, yeah, so game two is starting right now. It's uh, top of the third inning, still 0-0. Um, okay, switching gears here to the NBA. We had the – this is like the first week of the NBA season. Um, it's been pretty good so far. Um little weird seeing seeing um, Chris Paul in a, in a Warriors uniform but um, we'll go through every team and then we'll discuss the over and under prediction for uh, for their year so first we'll go with the Atlanta Hawks um, I feel like every year they're around 42 uh, wins for you know their their season prediction um, this is also the first year where the NBA is going to do their um, their midseason tournament thing which I disagree with it. I think it starts in November, and it's. I think it's like double elimination. I have to look more into it, but it's like double elimination. It ends in December, but apparently the games do count for the regular season and regular season stats, but I guess it's just a way to get the players more motivated and to play you know, during the regular season, and then um, there's a, a cash prize there, and then they get a trophy, which I don't even think they need to do with the trophy because... It's like okay, if you win the midseason tournament, like you're not the best team in the NBA, right? Because I mean, you don't have a, you don't have a finals championship. So, like, are, are people going to start hanging up banners talking about that? Oh, we won the uh, the inaugural um, midseason tournament. Like, let's put a banner up. Let's have a parade. Like, I just I just don't like it. I get what they're trying to do, try to you know prevent guys from resting, but. It's just, uh, it seems a little gimmicky. It seems like a soccer thing that would be done, but uh, not in the NBA. But anyway, they're doing that now this year. So that's going to go through like November and December. It's just going to be like, so it's like two sets of 
tournaments or something. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, so Atlanta Hawks, I think they're going to go. I have them under. Um, this team is just not the same team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals that one year. And I feel like they have a Trey Young problem as far as his usage rate goes, uh, getting other guys involved. Um, like DeJounte Murray has been good, but I just feel like overall, I mean, they finally traded John, John Collins too, which was has been a disaster from the beginning since they were, he was always in trade talks. Then, you know, there was apparently issues with him and Trey Young, and then, then he's still there, and there was like no trade value. I think he's in Utah now, but... Um, yeah, I have them under 42 and a half wins. Uh, Boston Celtics are at 54 and a half. Um, I'll say they win 55. They'll get over that one. Um, they brought in Drew Holiday. They traded for him from, um, I guess, the Blazers because he was part of that trade with, with Damian Lillard and um, in Milwaukee. So, And then also the Celtics brought in Christos Brazingis, right? So now they have a stretch big and shoot outside. You can score on the perimeter. A um, little bit of a liability defensively, and also like very injury prone. But uh, a lot of people are picking the the Celtics to make it to the conference finals or to even make it to the finals. Um, I don't have them go to the finals, but I do have them over fifty four and a half wins. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on Jason Tatum because uh, he's you know that team. They've gone to the finals, they've had great teams, and I just feel like in big moments he hasn't really shown up. Um, he's a little inconsistent in the playoffs, so um, that's that's something that needs to be kind of addressed. Also, Jalen Brown, you know, everybody knows his his dribbling issues that that's like heavily talked about for some reason. Like now, all of a sudden, he's a he's the only person that can't dribble in the NBA apparently. Um, so I have him over, and then uh, Brooklyn Nets are thirty seven and a half um, full season with Mikael Bridges. Um, Cam Johnson. They do have some good players. Uh, you know, they're uh, lacking a little, like they're a deep team, but obviously they're a lack, lacking that star power. Um, I think they can make it to 40 wins, uh, probably flirting with a, um, a play-in tournament spot. And then you have the Charlotte Hornets, 31 and a half. And for Charlotte, I mean, I have no idea what, what Charlotte's doing, especially, you know, after Michael Jordan sold the team. Um, Lamella Ball is kind of plateaued. We know he could be a great player, but you know, getting other guys involved, um, you know, kind of elevating other guys on the team. Um, you have the Miles Bridges situation, and then you had the what was his name, Kai Jones. He had to get released because he had some troubling things on Instagram too. This this team is just a disaster, and I think eventually they'll probably move on from Lamella Ball. Uh, Thirty-one and a half is pretty low. Um, for a team, uh, I'll say that I, don't, I think they could go over, but barely over. Like the, they'd probably be like at thirty-five wins, but I don't. I really don't know where this team's going. They still have Gordon Hayward, which I feel like Gordon Hayward needs to be on a contending team. That Charlotte move still doesn't make sense to me. He was on the Celtics, like he could have, he could have gone back to Utah. Like I feel like he had better options than than go going to play in Charlotte. Like it's just, it's just bad. Uh, Chicago Bulls. The Bulls are, are at 37 and a half. I want to say that they go over because, you know, they have Zach Levine, they have DeMar DeRozan, Vucevic. They have a lot of talent there. But uh, to put it in perspective, as far as dysfunction of a team, this team gets blown out on opening night, right, of the NBA season. And uh, they have a players-only meeting, and Zach Levine was leading this team 
meeting and he was upset and they're all frustrated it's like dude it's the first game like what do you need to do what do you need to have a, a team meeting a, a, a closed door meeting with you don't even have the, the coach there it's just a players only meeting like what are you going to solve there so then people were discussing their roles with the team and all this and um i mean they had a window there like that first year when they signed uh, lonzo ball they had demar Derozan, they had uh, zach levine and um you know, then, and who else is Alex Caruso? And they were like first place in the East for a while, right? And I feel like they could have, like, you know, they won free agency in that offseason. And it seemed like they were going to win like 65 games, right? Like it was crazy. And then, then the injuries started piling up, right? And then you started getting inconsistent play from, from Zach Levine. You didn't have people that you could really rely on. Um, for the Bulls, I'm going to go under. I think it's under 37.5. And I think, did they sign Patrick Beverly too? Um, I just feel like that's a roster that's going to get blown up. Like, they have to figure something out with DeMar DeRozan. They have to trade the, the assets that they have, the big assets that they have, where they can get the most in return is DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. And that's what they just need to trade them, I think. Um, maybe not for sure DeRozan, but definitely Zach Levine, because he seems like he's the most frustrated there. Um, he was already part of some trade talks last year and I think the year before too. Like there have been a lot of teams calling about him, but um, he's just he's not gonna be a number one guy for you or for your team where you know he's gonna lead your team to the championship, right? And it, it was a it was a weird duo from the, in the first place, like Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Like it just I don't know. Just didn't I didn't feel like it was gonna work from the start, but that first year it seemed like it was for the next few years, but it's just been a disaster since then uh cleveland cavaliers are at 50 and a half and um you know i feel like they last year they really did not play up to their potential in that first round matchup against the knicks uh donovan mitchell was inconsistent um a lot of a lot of players there were, were inconsistent karis levert um i feel like they have to move off off of him but he's like the best you know two guard option that they have right now and the, the one that they can get. And, you know, sometimes he'll have that night where he scores 40 points. But that's the problem is that he thinks he can score the 40 points all the time. And he can't. And then so he'll take shots all the time like he's a he's like a 40-point scorer, right? And he controls the offense a little bit too much for my liking. And, um, you know, they like they have a lot of good players. But it, it seemed like the lights were too bright for that young team in the playoffs. Because um, the Knicks, like, the Knicks didn't have – the, the same talent as Cavaliers did. So they should not have lost the, to the Knicks in the first round, but that's how it goes. And then throughout the series, you know, Donovan Mitchell was just so inconsistent. His three wasn't falling, and he was just missing a lot of shots. Um, but I think regular season-wise, over 50 wins, um, they should bounce back. Now that they have that experience as a team in the playoffs, like how, how they lost last year, um, I feel like they'll, they'll improve this year. Uh, Dallas Mavericks are at 43 and a half. Now the West is very competitive, um, but Luka is, you know, is amazing, right? And then you get a full year with Kyrie Irving. Um, How much can you rely on Kyrie Irving? Is he going to be consistent enough uh, for this team to be kind of sidekick to Luka? Um, I'm going to say over. I think they get 48 to 50 wins. Um, I think they're back in the postseason this year. Um, you just need some consistency from Kyrie Irving, right? But, you know, he seems like he's saying the right things like he's done in the past. Um, it seems like he wants to be there. He seems like he's happy to be there. 
Um, so we'll see if it works. Next, you have the Detroit Pistons. Uh, they're at 28 and a half, uh, which is very low. Um, I think they're going to be a better team than the Charlotte Hornets. Like the, the Pistons have a lot of good young talent, um, and they're led by Dwayne Casey there. Uh, I'm taking the over. I feel like that's an easy bet. I like the Pistons. Um, I don't know if Wiseman, I don't think Wiseman's going to last there. Uh, he seems to already be struggling. He's competing for, you know, second string. Uh, let's see, Denver Nuggets are 52 and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the over. Um, I've been on the record saying this already. I think this is the start of a dynasty for Denver. I think they, they hit their stride at the right time. Uh, you have the Warriors are aging. Uh, the Lakers are aging and also have had their struggles uh, and consistency with uh, um, Anthony Davis. And then also, you know, you have the Kings, but the Kings aren't right, aren't there quite yet. Um, so they're kind of hitting everything at the, the perfect moment. The Suns are aging, or the Suns are going to be kind of, you know, a little, they're going to have some issues there. But, um, you know, they're also going to be good. But I, I just think Denver's the most consistent team. Um, they're, they're deep. And they've lost some pieces on their bench, obviously, some role players. But, you know, you still have Nikola Jokic. You still have your star players there. Um, as long as they can stay healthy, they'll win, you know, 55 58 uh, games this year for sure. Um, you have the Warriors next up at 47 and a half. Um, that seems very low, um, but you know it, they're they're aging as well. Obviously, they're in advanced age. Like Steph Curry's like 35 now. You have Chris Paul, who's this is Chris Paul like 37. You know he's had a lot of injuries. Clay Thompson, obviously a lot of injuries, and then uh, Draymond is uh, he's already injured. He's out for. I think he's going to be back tonight, but um, they're already in, you know, early to mid-30s, right? And they they brought in some new pieces, so they have some depth, but, you know, the team's kind of weird, right? After they got rid of Jordan Poole, bringing Chris Paul, it's weird seeing Chris Paul in a Warriors uniform, but it works a little bit, right? Like, so far it works because when Steph's on the bench, then you can you can kind of have Chris Paul, like, leading the charge, leading the offense, and... Uh, you know, they played really well against the Kings, but I, I feel like 47 and a half is old. Or, not old. The Warriors are old. But 47 and a half is, is low. I think they could I think they could hit 50, 50 wins this year. But it'll be tough, for sure. Like, they have to bring it every night, basically. Because um, if they're trying to rest players or something like that, if they have an injury, if they have a major injury or something like that, then that, that, that could derail the whole season, right? Um and then you have the Rockets at 31 and a half. Uh, Rockets, I'm going to take the under. I think they're like 25 to 28 kind of wins. Uh, their big signing was Dylan Brooks. <laughs> they gave him $80 million. And, um, you know, Kevin Porter Jr., he's out because he, um, he had, there was a domestic violence issue with his, with his girlfriend. He was um, accused of abusing her and um, charged. He, like, kicked the door open at a hotel and then just beat her up and then um, so I think he's under investigation. So he got traded actually to Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City bought out his contract. So he's probably not going to play in the NBA for a few years. It's going to be like the Miles um, uh, Miles Bridges situation. Uh, Indiana Pacers, 39 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the under. I think they're around, like early, like low 30s, 30 to 32 wins. Clippers, 45 and a half. Um... I feel the same way about the Clippers as I feel about the Chargers. I always want to pick them to go far, to do really well in the regular season, and then it just doesn't happen. There's either injuries or, you know, bad play calling or, you know, late game collapses. For the Clippers, it's it's a little interesting because, you know, you have Kawhi Leonard who 
two-time finals MVP, right? And when he was when they had just won, they they beat the the Warriors when he was with the Raptors. I had him. He had to be, he was like the best player in the NBA at that time, right? In my opinion, it was like him and Kevin Durant, and LeBron, obviously, but. You know, Kawhi Leonard was able to compete with guys like Kevin Durant and LeBron, and he just hasn't been able to since then. Uh, Paul George is in and out of the lineup. They're always injured. Like, every year since they've been the Clippers, both of them have been injured, have missed extended time, right? Um, If they somehow are able to get James Harden, maybe that'll, like, kind of save the roster so they don't have to solely rely on um, on Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Russell Westbrook, has he's been playing well in his, his role. He seems to fit in well with this team. Um, I'm going to go over 45.5, though, because I think eventually they're able to trade for James Harden, and that'll improve their roster a lot, and, and hopefully they'll finally get it together because they, be, they should be in the conference finals. Right, like every year, they should be like making a deep, deep playoff run. They should at least have one finals appearance already with the rosters that they've had. They've had some incredible rosters, and they just have not been able to um, build upon that. Uh, the Lakers are forty six and a half. Um, I'm I'll take the over on that one. I guess um, they're doing a little bit of a different strategy with LeBron this year they, it seems like they have him on a minutes restriction he's playing like 25 to 30 minutes a game um, he's still playing well in in his time but now this is the year where they're officially like fully trying to give the keys to Anthony Davis and he needs to he needs to be able to step up and like really take on that challenge because he has not been able to do it at all uh, this last game though he had like 30 points and was like 17 rebounds something like that so so if he could just be consistent there, um, and if they can hold their own against Denver, then they could do something. But um, I just think this is Denver's conference, top to bottom. It, I think it's for them them to for them to lose. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, they're also at forty six and a half. Um, I don't know. I feel that's kind of weird that they have both of them at right at forty six and a half. Like, who do you trust more though out of both those teams? I would say I trust the Lakers just because of LeBron. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the, I think this is probably gonna be a down year for the Grizzlies and take the under on the Grizzlies, which is hard though. Cause Desmond Bain has been, he's been playing really well. Um, he finished the year pretty well. Uh, John Morant obviously, but it's just like you, and then they bring in Marcus Smart, they're bringing Derek Rose. So there's some like locker room, like leadership kind of guys, but I don't know if it's all going to like work together. Right. Um, like, I think they can still make the playoffs, but I don't think they'll get to 50 wins. I think they'll be like 44, 45 wins. But the reason I'll, I'll, I'll take the under is because them and the Lakers have the same. And at that point, it's like, okay, who who's going to have more or less, right? I trust the Lakers more, so I have them over. And now the Grizzlies under. Uh, Miami Heat, 44 and a half. Um, for this one, it's like, I think I would I want to say under, but they always exceed expectations every year. Um, they didn't get Damian Lillard in the trade, and you know the roster's kind of thin outside of Bam and um, Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero. Um, I'll take the over. I feel like they'll just they'll just figure a way to do it, and they'll get to like 47, 48 wins, or they'll be like a three seed out of nowhere, and we won't expect it. Uh, next, you have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Minnesota, they're also at 44 and a half. 
Um, Anthony Edwards is a star. He's a real deal. But I don't know if Carl Anthony Towns is, is going to take that next step. You know, we've, I feel like I've been waiting on Carl Anthony Towns forever. Um, the Rudy Gobert situation, it doesn't work for the team because he clogs the paint. So Anthony Edwards can't drive to the basket because you have, you know, a seven-footer. You have two seven-footers down there. So that everyone's zigged and they're trying to zag there. Um, but I, I don't know. They should be a playoff team all the time. Because if you, if you go through the West, like the eight teams that you think are going to make the playoffs, right? You have the Warriors, the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Grizzlies, the Kings. Who else would you put there? The Suns. So if you have two more, like see at that point, maybe you put the Pelicans over the Timberwolves or the or you put the Timberwolves there. Um, maybe the Thunder kind of put it together this year. So I don't know. It's like it's hard right there. If I have to pick, I guess I would pick the Timberwolves over the Pelicans. So I'll say I'm going to say under for the Timberwolves, but I think it's not going to take that many wins to get into like a play-in spot or something like that like because they were in the playoff or the play-in last year too so i think they could do that again uh, milwaukee bucks are 53 and a half uh, they made the big splash by acquiring damian lillard i will take the over on that i do i will say i have the bucks dominating the east this year even though the east is very competitive but you know you still have Giannis who just signed a three-year contract extension and then you bring in damian lillard who can control the offense do a lot of things for you there um, I'm taking the over. Pelicans, they're at the same number as the Timberwolves at 44.5. I guess I trust the Timberwolves more because of health. Zion, um, I don't know about Zion. It, it, he, like, he needs to be able to play a full year. If he could play the full year, that that supporting cast around him, that's that they could win 50 games. Honestly, I, I feel that way. Um, so let's just say Zion is healthy and he plays a full year. This is hypothetically, obviously, right? Uh, so I'll, I'll take the over if that happens. New York Knicks, 45 and a half. I, um, I'm going to take the under. I, I don't know. I just, roster-wise, I just, I don't know. They're good, but they're not that great. Like, they shouldn't have beaten Cleveland, even though they did. But, you know, I just think there, there's, some, there's some upgrades that they could use on their roster. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, they're also at 44 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the under i think they'll win 40 games though 40 to 42 games i think they'll flirt with a with a um with the play-in spot so you have chet holmgren is back fully healthy he had seven blocks the other night like he like he's a real deal i love the way that he plays um him and wemby going at it was was pretty interesting to see you have like two seven footers going at it uh orlando magic 37 and a half seems very low um, so I'm going to take the over on that one. I think they could also get to 40. Then you have Phoenix at 51 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the under on Phoenix. I don't I don't think it's, I don't know how it's going to quite look. Like obviously they have the talent. Um, you know, they'll probably be like a seven, a six or seven seed, which, you know, will be dangerous because they have fucking Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and, you know, Bradley Beal. But I don't know as far as like ball distribution. Um, I think they have a lack of depth which we saw um, when they played in the playoffs against Denver, was that, okay, so you have Kevin Durant and you have Devin Booker. They're both scoring 40 points, right? But what is what was the rest of the other team doing? The rest of their, their roster doing, right? They're not making those contributions like, you know, like the, the Denver Nuggets bench was doing. You know, like you don't have, you know, like a, a Michael Porter Jr. You don't have a, a Bruce Brown. 
you know, you don't have got like glue guys like that that you need, right? And um, you know, they're kind of lacking in the bench area, and I just feel like you're gonna have two, maybe three scores. We'll see if Bradley Beal can be consistent in his role. Um, but then you have an issue at the point guard position, right? Like I think they still have campaign. Like come on, they need to upgrade there. They need somebody to distribute and. Um, I just, I don't know. I think with the lack of depth, they'll, they'll have some issues. I think Booker will obviously play really well, and so will Kevin Durant. But um, I think there's a question mark on Bradley Beal. We used to think he was a certain kind of player in Washington, but he never was because, you know, they never did anything in Washington. Like, he had that one year where he averaged, what, 30, 31 a game. But, you know, there's just – he was just there. Like, he was the only option. He was the number one option, and that, that's all he was doing was scoring, right? But there was nothing else. There was no other substance to it. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. They're they're like at least they're they're made a big splash and acquired uh, Kim Durant and and Bradley Beal. Uh, Sixers are at forty seven and a half. Um, I I'm gonna go over. I think they could get to fifty. They need to figure out the James Harden situation. Um, see what kind of assets they get back. Um, but you know Joel Embiid has to have a big year. He has to stay healthy. Um, the coaching has to be consistent. And like I don't think they're gonna go far at all. Um, I think I don't think Embiid is gonna retire a 76er. There's just a lot of there's just been a lot of playoff failures, um, questionable decisions by the front office. Uh, I guess Daryl Morey had made had made a promise to James Harden. Remember James Harden took that pay cut? I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. That's not a James Harden thing to do, right? And so um, he took a pay cut, and then I think it was because they were gonna give him a bigger contract. They were gonna give him a max contract at the start of this new contract, right? And obviously that has been done, right? And now then then Harden asked for a trade and now team officials they just sent him home. There's like, hey, just stay home while we figure this out so you're not a distraction um, for the team. Because he was away for the team for weeks and then then he was like back practicing. So it was just confusing. He was gonna try to do the James Harden thing. But this could be his last stop, you know? He, like he's trying to go to the Clippers. I think the Clippers are the only team that are actually trying to acquire him. No other team really wants him. He almost went to Houston, which would have been a disaster for the development of the young players that they have there. Um, you can't really build a culture if your best player is uh, James Harden because we know what the culture behind James Harden will be because we've seen it everywhere he's been. And what's happened, there's always been something following him. Um, but you know, I still want to know whose fault it was in Brooklyn. I think it was Kyrie Irving. But you know what? James Harden could have had some, some say in it too. Um so yeah, I'll, I'm gonna bet on Embiid to get over 47 and a half wins, but they got to figure out their Harden situation. Uh, Blazers, Blazers might actually be better than what people think. I think they'll get to 30, 35 wins maybe, but they're predicted at 27 and a half. So I'm taking the over. Um, they've brought in DeAndre Ayton. Um, they still have Anthony Simons. Um, you know, they have some good pieces. They drafted Scoot Henderson. So they have some players, right? Some good good players there. Um, and I th- I'm really hoping that DeAndre Ayton like, works out. Because like, he, he was a number one pick, and he just hasn't been aggressive enough or um, like demanding as far as the ball goes. Um, and not like, you know, his rebounding. Like, he should be getting all the rebounds. Like, he, should, he needs to be physical. And he just doesn't play like that, even though he looks like he should. But he just doesn't. Um, but I'll, I'll take the over for the Blazers. The Kings are at 44 and a half. I'll take the over. Um, I think they could get to 47, 48 wins. I, I think they'll, they'll be back in the playoffs this year. 
you know, I need another another good year from Sabonis and um, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, Spurs are at 28 and a half. Uh, Wemby has already been exciting to watch. Um, he had his 15 points his debut. Um, you know, he's inside and out. You know, does a lot defensively. Only thing I'm worried about, obviously, is injuries. You know, he just needs to be consistently healthy uh, to be able to produce. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a rebuilding team, right? So they're going to be exciting. They're going to get some nationally televised games because of Wemby and, and you know, the, the hype around him. But, um, I think the, I'll take the under on them. I think they'll win uh, 25 games. But, you know, the, this isn't the roster that is meant to compete with him now. Right now it's just like developing him into the big man that he needs to be so that they can that he can dominate and they can be, you know, back to kind of how the Spurs were. But um, it all depends on how that roster is built around him. Uh, Raptors, you have 36 and 35, uh, 36 and 5. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I think they're going to have a, a struggling year. They've had a lot of changes there. Um yeah, they still have some bright spots in Siakam and OG, um, but you know those are big trade candidates every year because it's like, okay, do we blow this up or do we, or do we stay with the team that we have? But you know, because they, they can't really bring in another star player unless it's through a trade. Like they they, they just they struggle a lot to bring in uh, top talent. Utah Jazz thirty five and a half. Um, they you know they started off really hot last year. Um, they kind of fizzled out, but I'm gonna take the under on them. Washington Wizards. I'm taking. Washington Wizards at 24.5. I'm taking the over. Maybe they win 26 games, but they're going to be terrible this year. They might be the worst team in the league. Um, and I think because, you know, Jordan Poole is going to, he's going to shoot 30 shots a game. He's going to be very streaky, very inconsistent. And then you have, you know, that roster is just not very good. Um, and if you have Jordan Poole, you know, handling the ball most of the game, you're going to have some problems. So I'll take the over just because they're, their numbers like very low, so I'm like, okay, they could they'll probably get like 28, 25, 28. Um, but yeah, those are over unders. Uh, my finals predictions out of the East, I do have the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Damian Lillard trade puts them over the top because it's either between them or the Sixers. No, not the Sixers. The Sixers, no. Um, them or Boston. I think it's a two-team conference, either Boston or Milwaukee. Um, Obviously, the Heat can kind of mess that up again and have like another improbable run, but I think it's those two teams. Um, out of the West, I I don't want to pick Denver, but the the Denver is the most complete team and the most consistent that you can rely on. So if they stay healthy, um, I think Denver goes back, and then I have the Milwaukee Bucks winning the NBA Finals. Um, I would have picked the Warriors out of the West, but it's just like too new of an experiment with Chris Paul. It like a lot of stuff has to fall into place for them. Same thing with the Lakers. A lot of things have to fall into place and also Phoenix Suns. So it's like a lot of question marks for these other teams. And the only one that doesn't have a question mark is the Denver Nuggets. And the only question mark is basically depth for like the new people that they brought in. But so that's who I have. I have the Bucks beating the Nuggets in the conference final or not the conference final in the NBA finals. Okay, moving gears here. Uh, we are making our picks for week eight of the NFL season. Uh, the first one we have is the Falcons. Let's see here. Falcons playing uh, Tennessee. Falcons are favored by two and a half, minus 140. I'm going to take Atlanta in this one. I'm going to take the, the spread. Or not the spread. I'll take the money line, minus 140. The Titans are going to alternate between Will Levis and uh, Malik Willis at quarterback since... Um, 
Ryan Tannehill might miss some time there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Falcons. Uh, Rams at Cowboys. I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, the Rams are, let's see, the Cowboys are favored by seven. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams plus 255. Uh, you have the Saints at the Colts. Um, Saints are favored by two. I'm going to take a lot of dogs in this one. I'm going to take the Colts plus 115. Then you have the Jets at the Giants. I'm taking the Jets at minus 165. Um, I believe Daniel Jones is out for this game. Um, Jets have been able to build some momentum with, um, what's his name, Zach Wilson. Um, so they have been playing better. They're trying to figure out this Dalvin Cook situation since they signed him. Um, he's had he's had virtually like no impact on the offense there. Um, Eagles at Commanders. I'm taking Eagles minus 300. Um, we have the Texans at the Panthers. Oh, matchup of some um, former teammates there. Or not teammates, but um, first round picks. Uh, C.J. Stroud and uh, Bryce Young. I'm gonna take the Texans. At minus one eighty-five, um, yeah, I think I just think they're better. Also, C.J. Stroud has been able to, um, you know, minimize turnovers. He's been playing really well, actually. Um, I really like um, his progression so far this year. Then you have the Jaguars at the Steelers. I'm taking Jaguars are favored, but I'm gonna take the Steelers plus one ten. I think they're a lot better than what they've been showing um the only question mark i have is is really you know kenny pickett and the um the offensive game plan like the play calls are a little weird but um they do have a good defense and um, i think they'll be fine so i'm gonna take the steelers plus 110 vikings at packers vikings coming off a big win against san francisco um i'm gonna take i'll take the vikings minus 125 um, packers just kind of i don't know they're just kind of up and down you know i can't really can't really trust Jordan Love at this point. Uh, Patriots at Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins. They're heavily favored. I'm taking the points in that one. Minus eight and a half. Um, Patriots did beat the Bills the week before. So um, that was shocking to me. After they had virtually no offense like the last couple weeks. Uh, Browns at Seahawks. Um, the Browns have a Deshaun Watson problem. It's not the problem that you think. Um, I think like because he was like cleared to play a couple weeks ago. But then they were saying that he's going to miss multiple weeks. He has a guaranteed money. I honestly think that he's sitting out just to sit out. Um, I don't think he wants to play. He has a guaranteed contract. That's all he was trying to work towards. Um, so there's a lot of dysfunction. I think we're going to hear more about this. Like There's going to be some leaks or something. So they're, the Browns are rolling with P.J. Walker again. Uh, they, they won two weeks in a row with him. Uh, Browns do have the best statistical defense in the NFL. They're physical. We saw what they did at the 49ers. Um, but I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. I'm going to take the points, minus four. Then you have the Ravens at the Cardinals. I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, I'll take the points in that one, too. Minus ten. Cardinals, they decided to not activate Kyler Murray, which earlier this year I think I said said that um, I think their plan is to sit him out the whole year or like most of the year they'll probably play him like last few games as like a showcase to, to hopefully get some teams interested in trading for him but they want to lose every game because they want Caleb Williams and they're going to do whatever they can to, to try to do that um, and the Ravens they they played really well against um, what did they play last week they blew somebody out I forgot 
Um, but they're finally coming together, I think. Bengals at 49ers. I will be at this game. This is my first game at Levi's Stadium, so I'm very excited. Brock Purdy will be playing. Um, 49ers are losers of two in a row. Um, but I'm going to take, take the 49ers minus 230 at home. Um, the Chiefs at the Broncos. Obviously, I'll take the Chiefs minus 340. They're only favored by seven. Uh, Bears at Chargers. This is the Sunday night game. I'm taking the Chargers minus eight and a half. I'll take the points on that one. Then you have Monday night. You have the Raiders. Jimmy G's back uh, playing Detroit. Um, I will take the Detroit Lions minus 410 in that game. Um, I have no locks this week. Maybe my only log would be the Falcons at the Titans because the Titans are, are alternating uh, quarterbacks. Other one would be, I would say the Jets is a lock as well. Eagles are a lock. And then uh, I'm going to say the Dolphins are a lock too. And the Ravens. Those are my five locks. Um, We'll see though. My locks have been terrible. So just, you know, just bet against whatever I do. And you you might get some picks right. Um, But yeah, that's all we have for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Um, I've just been... Very busy with my school stuff, um, and just ha- having a lot of a lot of other stuff going on. So I, um, yeah, will try to keep pace. I, the only thing I can tell you guys is that I am trying my best. But um, yeah, thanks for listening, and hopefully we are able to talk again next week.